first up, I've got uh, Mark in Canada. Mark, are you with me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Good morning. Well, look at that. Could you hear me while you were in the queue? Absolutely. Loud and clear. Perfect. Oh, my gosh. This and, might actually work. Who knows? It, it, yeah, so far, so far, so good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so uh, let's pretend good. it's a radio show. What can I help you with today? Sure. Sure. Um, I just had COVID, and it, it wasn't horrible. Headaches were the worst of it all, or just about. Uh, the strange thing, and the reason why I'm calling is because you find my this interesting. I lost my arm when I was 16 years old, just below the elbow. And I have phantom pains, and I'm, I'm aware most people know what it is. Some people don't. Anyways, I still feel my hand, uh, and not always in a pleasant way, and my phantom pains were out of control still wow um yeah it is it's like having uh having your hand in a vice and and there's nothing you can do about it doesn't matter wow. um oh yeah so so when you had when you went through the surgery i'm sure they explained all this to you did they did they explain or do they even understand what causes phantom pain well, what it is, it, it's pretty basic, actually. Your brain still thinks because the, 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 I don't feel the straight part of my arm. Like, I feel my hand in my stump just below the elbow. That's where I feel okay. my hand. So what so, happens is the nerve ending. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I'm just trying to think this through because if I'm going to try to come up with some help, i got to understand what's happening. So here's the thing. Um, when I feel my hand, for example, right now, yeah. I know I know it's there. Um, I don't, you know, I can feel temperature. I can feel. I don't feel any real pain right now. It feels normal. So, is that the same thing that can happen with phantom pain? Can you feel like your hand is there, but it feels normal sometimes, and other times it hurts? No, if you feel it, it always has some pain. Uh, some pain attached to it. Because your that's nerves are of, damaged, yeah. And and what happens is when you me. yeah. So so what what happens is when you cut off a nerve, it grows a tiny little ball on the end, and it has a name, and I it, it escapes me right now. And okay. the, and they and they're like super sensitive. Like if I get you know if I touch my arm or I put on my prosthetic arm the wrong way, it will just send me through the roof. So what okay. happens is all of that seems amplified. So um, and, I, and the I only thing, the up. only thing that, the only thing that really helps is smoke and weed. But I, you know, I drive, so I can't quite do that. Yeah, um, problematic. That yeah, that helps with all kinds of pain. So um, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame we can't get it legal for drivers. I may start a campaign for that. Um, well, I'm, here's, here's, I support I'm gonna, that 100. percent I'm going to have to do some research, and I want to. Sure. I mean, this is what I love about yeah. the show. Somebody calls me with something I've never heard of. It's something I can go um, research. Pain in the body is almost always inflammation. So yeah. I'm wondering, does the same thing happen to these little nodes that grow? If they're not inflamed, then you're not feeling anything. And if they become inflamed, then you have pain. And if that's the case, then we could treat this just like any pain or inflammation yeah. and we could try to treat inflammation maybe. Um, and I'm not I'm really sure because 
Yeah, because I am 99.9%. I've been listening to you for quite a while. And um, I am 99% grain-free. I don't eat very, I eat very little garbage. Um, yeah, I lost so pounds. So it's like I'm kind of following your your steps. Good. Uh, of good. course, my my only no. problem I have is beer, you know. But I I knocked that off pretty good too. So yeah. You know. So even when we are super clean, super healthy, we will get inflammation. I mean, that's our body's way of repairing things. So right. if we get hurt, we okay. get inflammation, it causes us pain, our body should repair it, and it should go away. Under the standard American diet, we're so inflamed that it's just like you feel pain all the time, and it never seems to go right. away. And when you do get it, it's worse. So I'm wondering, and again, I'm going to go do some digging into this. Um, I'm assuming the COVID created some inflammation in your body. And that's why the pain levels went up. And what we need to do first, unless I come across more specific information about how to deal with, you know, the phantom pain, I'm going to go look to see what kind of inflammation COVID may be causing and what we could do to lower that and see if that works. Yeah, because I found it was specific. My phantom pains were, you know, I've had a headache for, you know, two weeks now or a little, little one, right. I never get a headache. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's get, everything is better. I'm fine. I mean, it was, I, it was two, two rough days. I spent one of them in the truck, uh, and the other ones I've been at home. So, and, and it's been kind of okay. nice because I just tell everybody I'm sick and everybody leaves me alone. <laughs> so it's excellent. That's right. Yeah. Put up a big sign so, of COVID go away. Um, yeah, exactly. So it's being banished to the basement. In the past, when you've had phantom pain, will, like, NSAIDs take care of it or even dull it a little bit, aspirin, Tylenol, any of that kind of stuff? No, nothing. Nothing touches it. Like I said, the only thing that really works, either, A, I drink too much, so I drink all the pain away, which I don't really do that. That's not not a big problem. Um, And the other one is uh, marijuana. Like, you know, have a couple of good tokes and life is good. Pain goes away. Everything settles down. You know, my brain settles down. It's just, you know, everything is good. Yeah, we smile. We get the munchies. We giggle. Yeah, uh, yeah, we giggle and then have a good, have a good nap, right? All that fun stuff, right? Then we take all a nap. that good stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, have you ever heard of Have you ever heard of kratom? Yes, I have. I've seen it. I've seen it down in the stores. Yeah. Find a good source. I worry about the stuff at the. Um, you know, convenience. Yeah, I, I've, like, yeah, I've never bought that stuff, but there you can buy it online. I'm not sure what it's okay. like if you can there or not. Uh, I, I got a I got a PO box in Blaine, so okay. So go online, look for some. You'll and you'll see it. There's good organic sources of kratom. Um, okay. You want the red? There's, I believe, okay. red, white, and green. Red is more for pain and uh, sedation. Um, okay. That's kind of a, a, a Band-Aid, a short-term, you've got some pain, let's get you out of pain. Um, you can't smoke pot because the driving. So yeah. try the Kratom until we figure out is it what's causing this. And, again, I'm just going to have to go do some research. What's causing it sure. and can we address this kind of inflammation or not? So I'll do some digging on that. Send a um, – 
either send me a message directly, like an Insta private message on either one of the websites, or send something to support at letstruck.com so I can okay. follow up with you when I start doing the research. Perfect. Fantastic. And we may even kind of treat this like a, like a one-on-one that's on me because I want to learn something. Yeah, and I, that's why I called in. I thought you probably find this very interesting. I do, I do. I so yeah. I will. Uh, I'll do some digging and uh, just make sure you reach out and give me a way to follow up. I will do that for sure. Perfect. All Thank right. You. All well, right. I'm I'll gonna, keep. I'll keep. Put, I'll keep listening. Gonna, do you want me to hang up and call the other number just to listen, or can I just stay on? No. This yeah, I'm gonna put you back in the queue, and I will see how that works. And if okay. for some reason it doesn't work and I hang up on you, then call back on the listen-only line. Sure enough. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Thanks. All right. So first call successful. I like when that happens. Let's uh, let's go talk to Stephen, who wants to talk about porn. Um, Stephen, do you, do you really want to talk about porn, or are you just being funny this morning? No, corn. I said corn. I mumbled. Corn. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry about okay, that, sir. So, I'm sorry. No, that, there's the uh, the first uh, goof from my auto uh, auto screen system. That's kind of funny. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, cause, I mean, I'm grain-free, and I don't listen to you all the time, so I know you t- kind of talk down on corn. I don't know exactly what the problem is there, but I was in San Antonio, Texas, loading – and uh, a guy I work with there, I've been working with for about 20 years. Well, he always brings me tacos. So I said, uh, I said, well, bring me tacos that got corn because I ate some corn and I didn't get the pain that I get, you know, when I get them flour tortillas from. Okay. Because I had ate some of those. I was up there with Steve from Reliable, and I can, I can never say his last name. But anyway, his uh, when I was doing when we was doing the wreath. And a buddy of mine came up there, and his wife made this homemade salsa, and she had quesadillas. Well, well, I tore them quesadillas up to dip into that salsa. And I can tell you the following day when we were loading those wreaths into the trailers, man, I was in pain like I'd never been in pain yeah. in my life. I ain't going to lie to yep. you. I really felt it. You know what I mean? So right. uh, anyway, I ate those I ate those tacos with the corn tortillas, the white corn tortillas, and I didn't get no pain. Okay, so okay. let's explain that. So corn is a grain. Corn is not nearly as bad as wheat, though. Wheat has gluten and gliadin and causes us all kinds of, you know, inflammation right away. Um, corn can do that for some people, but it's not as likely. It's still a grain. Uh, it still is pretty high in carbs. So if you're watching weight or blood sugar, you'd want to watch that. If you are going to eat corn, for example, like you said, you had those tacos, you loved them, you didn't get any pain, you know, doing that once in a while, I don't think is a big deal. What may, you know, maybe even once or twice a week, see how you feel. If you start to notice any real downsides from it, I might quit. The other thing, if you can, now, if you're going to taco trucks and that kind of stuff, you're not going to have any choice. They're just going to have a shell and you take it. If you're buying corn products in the store, tortillas, chips, anything like that, at least make sure you get organic. And the reason is that the corn in this country is all GMO, like 90% of it is GMO. And we have no idea what GMOs do to our body. So I'd rather just stay away from them. If you get organic corn, it can't be GMO. 
So blue corn, white corn, as long as it's organic, it, it's at least not a GMO. And if you're not having any real reaction to it, you want to do it once in a while, I would say go ahead. The other option, because I love tacos and I don't want to eat corn, um, CFA Foods makes um, taco shells that are grain-free. They're, yeah, they're that's, really, that's what I use really good, too. Yeah, they're really good. I do. But if I you're going to eat it, all that stuff at home. Yeah, if you're going to eat a taco out different. once in a while, get get it in corn instead of flour, and it sounds like it's not bothering you as much. I don't think it'll be that big of a deal, really. Okay, that was my that was my that was my question, sir. So the system seems to work well there, and I'll support you forever, just so you know. I appreciate your time. I appreciate that. Thanks. I, it's kind of funny that. Uh, I, well, because Stephen can, he's got a pretty dry sense of humor sometimes. So I thought he was joking with me. But it, we're we're testing out our uh, our auto screening capabilities. Um, not sure yet if we're going to have a full time screener, and, and we may not be able to have a full time screener for all the shows. Uh, so I want to test this out for some of the episodes where we might not have a screener. Let's go to Dale Howard. Is that you? It is, boy, flashback to Audio Road and the old compliance yeah. corner. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Speaking of which, are you going to be joining us as a host? Absolutely. That would be awesome. Compliance corner can, can uh, relaunch as well. And I thought I may as well be your first controversial caller. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought the porn was going to be, and before that we had uh, – cannabis so we're off to a rip roar and start here oh gosh i can top that okay what you got well i am one of two level two autonomous driver trainers here in canada wow that's exciting i think well it's, it's interesting we partnered with uh, the university of alberta and we we're doing a study on driver fatigue on how autonomous technology will impact the driver. And uh, the uh, trials are over. All the data has gone to the University of Alberta and they're just crunching numbers. So uh, I'll update you as soon as they're available, but really cool technology. Um, society isn't quite ready for, you know, driverless trucks right now. So, uh, I think this level two driver assist is going to be uh, where it goes first. Huh. All right. So what, what have you been able to experience so far? You know, I, I personally have driven the trucks and uh, it's, it is cool technology. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's doing everything that it's, uh, it's supposed to do. And, you know, to be fair, uh, autonomous trucks will kill people. Um, <laughs> we will lose our mind, but yes, we just we have to ask ourselves, um, and I'm making the air quotes here, how many people have we killed this morning from midnight to now with a professional driver behind the wheel? Yeah, it, it, if that if every death on the, in the last 12 hours or whatever it's been um, were all autonomous trucks, you're right. It would be headline news everywhere, and we'd all be losing our mind. But, you know, humans kill drivers every minute. It, it, exactly. Get used to it. 
Yeah, we just got used yeah. to it. Yeah, and it's, you know, like violence and everything else, we've been desensitized. And, you know, it's just, oh, well, we had another another 200-car pileup. Next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I wasn't even thinking about those. You're right. I just came through, uh, um, you know, 84 East by the uh, by the Blues there where they had that huge pileup last week. Sure. And it, uh, you know, it makes the news for a day, and then that's it, and we move on. Because uh, it's, you know, just, uh, we view that as the cost of doing business. Um, the beauty of the autonomous technology is if road conditions warrant a speed of 40, kilo, you know, 40 miles an hour, that's what the truck will drive. Um, the autonomous vehicle will never stare out the window and go, ah, oh God, that ain't that bad out there. I can make this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that uh, that old saying, 40 miles an hour, my ass, I'm a professional. Oh, exactly, and I got shit to do. So, at, uh, That's right. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. And, you know, it's funny, uh, when you first started talking about this, I thought, no, God, this is, I'm never going to see this. And, you know, God, here we are. Here we are. Probably five, seven years later. And and yeah. I've driven the technology, uh, and it's being used to move freight. And uh, you know, it's it's kind of interesting that the transition when we get some of this technology, but we're still needed in the truck. Like you said, it's cool technology. It might be you know really interesting. The hard part about it is we look at it and go, as soon as this gets good enough, it's going to replace us. You know, and it's, you know, it will replace a segment of the industry, but it's not, it, we're never going to take all the drivers out of the trucks. Um, There's going to be niche markets and and markets that, you know, just cannot be done with an autonomous truck. You know, the mindless coast to coast freight that uh, we can't get drivers in the seats anyway. So, you know, what are we going to do? Yeah. No, it's it, uh, it's going to be an interesting time, but it um, thanks for giving us an update on that because a lot of people don't realize how much is going on behind the scenes with this stuff already. Oh yeah, and it's uh, you know we can stamp our feet and and we can do whatever we like. It's not going anywhere, and uh, you know you can either we're either at the table or we're on the menu. Yeah, good point. I like that. Um, I'm I'm going to be at the table and figuring out how we're going to benefit from this. Absolutely. So that's all I got. So safe travels and uh, all right. Yeah. So, uh, so how, how was the whole process here? Dialing in? Can you hear fine on hold? Everything working good from your end? You bet. And I actually called in on the listener line and went through the queue to get into the call in portion. Cause I wanted to oh yeah, that. I forgot. I forgot to write that in the note. Just because you call in on the listen only line doesn't mean you're stuck or you have to hang up and call back. Don't you just hit one or something? It's a star one, and that puts star you in the queue. And the menu must tell you that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. All right. Well, it seems like the uh, technology seems to be working, Dale. I'm going to return you to the queue so you can listen. And we are going to talk to Jesse. Jesse, welcome Hi. to the program. 
How's it going? It's going great. Oh, great great to have you here today. What's on your mind? Yeah. Um, well, I was originally going to talk about mandates and stuff like that, but I listening to these health questions, I realized that there's a question I've been meaning to ask you. Um, so I was a vegetarian for, I think, about a year and a half, and I stopped last April, I think, uh, 2021. And okay. I noticed my health was just like crap. And I've been listening to you long enough to know that the stuff I was eating was causing it. Um, so I went pretty much like I started AIP paleo. Then I just kind of went to regular paleo. Um, I haven't been that great now, but my main problem with why I stopped the vegetarian thing that was bothering me the most was my hair was getting thin. Um, and I still am having problems with that. I'm not really sure. Um, I started taking biotin, but I don't really like, I don't really like taking stuff as I'm not even sure if it's doing anything. Right. Um, right. So it's not really doing anything. <laughs> so, you know, you said you're kind of regular paleo now. Give me an idea of what you would eat in a, a average day. Okay. So I'm going to be completely honest. I moved recently and I've been screwing up for the past like months, but um, okay. normally what I would want to be eating is just, you know, like eggs, bacon in the morning, uh, chicken, veggies, um, meat, steak, you know, uh, okay, good. A burger, good. So, a burger with lettuce and onion, and um, maybe a little mustard, but no ketchup. Excellent, no, excellent. Yeah. So, uh, here's what I would say for now. Um, are you doing any bone broth at all? I I actually did have some bone broth at one point, but I forgot all about it. I could go back to that if you think that's a good idea. I would go back to a cup of bone broth a day, at least a cup. I mean, you could do more okay. if you want. Um, are you using any collagen in anything? Like, uh, you know, put collagen in your coffee in the morning? or No, no. I've never I... um, supplemented collagen before. Uh, are you doing coffee? I do. I actually do grass-fed butter, uh, a little okay. coconut oil, and then I have your vitamin DK drops. Excellent. Get yeah, some of the... Yeah. Um, so get some of the Lona Life bone broth and get some of the Lona Life collagen. And Is that in the store? So, yeah, they're both in the store. The collagens okay. are either unflavored mocha or vanilla. Um, the mocha and vanilla, they do use stevia, so it's got a little bit of that funky, you know, sweetener yeah, taste. Like um, I, I tend to use just a really little bit. Um, and if you're doing it every day, a little bit of collagen or go with the unflavored if you want to be able to add more. But I think adding bone broth and collagen, and those are more like foods than supplements. You know, it's more like kind of real food stuff. Um, I'm not wild about taking supplements, especially if I can't tell if it's doing anything either. Exactly. So I, mm -hmm. I would start with that. I would give it. 30 days of getting back to eating the way you want to eat. I'm not going to ask you what you've been eating, but that that's kind of what no, a setback. No. You know, you weren't eating clean, and that's kind of a setback. So mm -hmm. what I'd like to see you do is get through 30 days of, of pretty clean eating. The way you just described is ideal. Add the bone broth and the collagen and see if we see any, any improvements. And if not, call me back, or maybe at that point it might even pay to do a discovery call. Okay, that would be great. Yeah, it was, and, it was awesome. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let the cat out of the bag since I just mentioned that and since this is only tribe members here anyway. Um, the new show I alluded to for Destination Health, the idea that I'm working on, um, will be a show where Lauren and I um, do live discovery calls and one-on-ones with people who are okay with it. You know, we it, 
I get it, it's medical, and some people wouldn't want to do that. But we can, you know, make it anonymous. We can use first names. We can use pseudo pseudonames. I don't care. But the idea would be so so people can kind of sit in on a one-on-one and and listen to us working through it, and then even a maybe just a discovery call or maybe a show with a combination of both. So people kind of see one what the process is like, so they get comfortable with it, and two. A lot of times it's the same stuff. You know, what I'm dealing with on, you know, this one-on-one call, you may learn a lot from as well. So uh, that's in the works. I'm pretty sure we're going to launch that and see how it goes. That's going to be awesome. That's actually ideal. I like that idea. Good. Good. All right. Anything else I can help you with? Um, I was going to ask another question, but I'll let some other people get on here. Uh, this, This worked really well, and I look forward to whatever you have coming up next and, I'm glad that we could still connect with you. So it's good. Good, good. So I, I'll put you back in the queue. I think, um, you know, what I'm leaning towards now is picking a regular time. I, you know, I was kind of a little relieved um, not being on Sirius anymore that I'd have my entire schedule back to myself uh, and I could kind of do things on the fly the way I like. But I really think that I need to have at least one regular hour, five days a week to just so we stay consistent. So um, I may pick a time and just launch here within the next week or two, a regular scheduled everyday kind of free for all show, um, just Q and a free for all stuff. And then uh, we'll start filling in with our specialty shows as well. Uh, Let's go Back to the queue. All right. Somebody called the question line, but they, they're just listening in, so I'll pass them up. Uh, we're going to talk to Amber this time. Amber, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. It's actually uh, her husband, Jim. We were doing like a tag team there. Oh, got it. Okay. I was going to say, yeah. Amber, you've hey, got uh, like a deep voice there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Especially after last night's concert. Um <laughs> So uh, we were curious about, um, you know, the idea of testing carnivore. You know, after 40 years of hearing, uh, you know, meat and fat is going to clog your arteries, and people do get clogged arteries from plaque and have heart attacks. What what do you think is causing that? If you... Oh, it's not a matter of what we think. We know this for an absolute fact. This isn't even disputed anymore. It's really not. You're never going to see the medic. Well, maybe they'll admit it someday, but they, they just kind of yeah, and try to change without admitting that they were 100% incorrect. Meat and fat do not clog arteries, not in any way. They, they just don't. Um, what actually does is dietary carbohydrates. When it, and it's mm. insulin, it, uh, uh, you know, a reasonable amount of carbohydrates, which is a hunter gatherer, um, the most you would probably be able to consume in a day might be a hundred grams. Now it's not super low carb, but if we ate that way our whole life, we wouldn't have a problem. But starting as kids, right. we start consuming 300 grams of carbohydrates a day. And they're yep. garbage. And then we throw in all the preservatives and all the other crap. And But what happens is when we spike insulin, that's when your body will start storing fat and it will start clogging arteries. And it, all of the damage starts when we start spiking insulin. So the, the opposite happens when you go from 
you know, the standard American diet to a paleo, keto, or carnivore, the, the damage will actually start to reverse itself. Yeah, it, and I that, that totally makes sense, and I, I believe you. It's just so frustrating when, you know, I see a cardiologist a, a week ago and face-to-face, I'm like, what is, you know, <laughs> what, what causes this? It's like there's thousands and thousands of studies that, you know, beast is the primary cause, right? And, no, and you here, Google it, the and the fun- first – you know, here's, here's the, he funny said red thing. meat. Sorry. He said red meat. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Give me a break. Um, it, red meat's no different than white meat and you know, whatever. Um, it's not, <laughs> no, it's not. the problem. So, and here's the thing did, did when, you know, just go back 200 years, people weren't having heart attacks. Were, were they not eating meat? <clears throat> Well, how they were. That's what they ate all day long. We didn't have breakfast cereal. We didn't have bagels. And so they ate meat mostly and eggs and animal products and some vegetables. And heart attacks started in the last century. Heart attacks really started around the 1930s. And one of Uh the causes was that was we started switching to corn oil and vegetable oils and Crisco that was the first problem were the bad fats, the kind of fats we absolutely should not be consuming. But those aren't animal fats. They're highly processed industrial seed oils and Crisco, and, and that was the first cause of it. Then we started piling on the carbohydrates, and it's no wonder that this problem gets worse every decade. We are moving away, farther and farther away from a hunter-gatherer diet, and heart attacks keep getting worse. That should be the clue. Yeah, I, I hear you loud and clear. I'm just uh, reiterating that uh, there's all that. No, just, yeah. There's that headwind for people that have, uh, you know, you, if you have and if you have been listening to mainstream medical advice, it's just it's it's hard to completely wrap your head around that. That's just been all BS okay. this whole time. You know, it's, it, it's that's that's it. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, no, you're you are absolutely correct, and that's what we have to fight against. And it's hard to change 50 years of programming. Right. Why do you think they point the finger at red meat? <laughs> I don't get it. Um, you know, this may sound totally cynical, and I wasn't saying this when I first started down the health path, but I've done enough of this to know now. Um, our medical system is designed to do one thing and one thing only. Yep. Generate massive amounts of profit. Right. That's it. That's it. It, it, And and if, if, since that's the case, if they started telling us the truth, look what happens to people. You listen to the show, right? Yeah. All the time. What, what happens to people, diabetics who are on three or four medications spending $10,000 a year on their care end up on no medication and not even going back to the doctor anymore? No, the, the results are fantastic. I, I love hearing those stories, and, and yeah, we're, we're on the path. I mean, we're, we're doing it, right? Yeah, I just, um, uh, think, think about how much money they're losing. Yeah. Yeah. And my wife just said the Ruderize really helped in her sleep if you want some more results. Excellent. And maybe Excellent. hormones, she says. So, yeah, we've been on the yogurt since you started talking about that, and that's been great. And uh, um, I'll let you go. Um, I will. I am going to say we're going to, of course, follow you. I'm, I'm, I hope the convenience of the Sirius uh, isn't going to mess with us too much here. You know, 
We're off so, on the road or on a boat, and, uh, and that's, you know, if, we, if you're saying that all we need is a cell connection, well, that hopefully that works out, but I just wanted to throw it out there. You don't want us to call in and complain and try and get you back on serious, do you? No, 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 no. In fact, okay. I have, I made up my mind the first day. Um, if they invited me back, I wouldn't go. Okay. I'm, I'm excited about where we're going. I think we'll be able to accomplish a whole – now, we're going to have to work hard to get bodies in and people listening. And, and you know, our goal is to help as many people as possible. But I'm excited about this, I, I think. And as far as convenience, it will get to the point where you won't even need a cell connection when you want to listen. It will get to the point where our app, every time a new episode that you've subscribed to shows up, you could set it to automatically download, and then at any time, anywhere with no connection, you could listen to the shows. If you want to listen live, yeah, you're going to have to have some sort of a connection to listen live. One of the okay. ideas we're exploring, and I'll just throw this out there because I want, I, I want feedback from our tribe, and that's why I want to do these events with just the tribe right now because I want the tribe to help kind of guide where we're going with this. Um, we're looking at you know, several options. One of the things I'm thinking about is making a, a setup, and I'm really kind of thinking out loud here, where the show is available when we're live. Like right now, we're live. This, I don't know if I'll record and post this anywhere or not. I might. Um, but while we're live, we're thinking about that would be free to anybody. If you want to listen to the show and we'll figure out how exactly you do that, there might be multiple ways to listen, but to listen to the live show would be free to have access to all of the recordings and the apps and to be able to listen anytime you want, go back a year and listen to a show. That is probably where we'll have a subscription service because we do need to monetize this somehow. So that's one yeah. of the ideas we're kind of throwing around. All the big radio shows do that anyway, so yeah, might as well join club. Yeah, uh, yeah. And my advice to you is, uh, yeah, I think you should uh, stay on this real quick and attack it while it's while it while it's still hot, right? You don't want to uh, out of sight, out of mind. You want to get back on this. Yeah. That's why I'm sitting in a truck stop parking lot today in Idaho talking to you. <laughs> All right, buddy. Appreciate that. Really good to hear your voice, and we, we wish you the best. And we're gonna follow you wherever you go. Thank you. I appreciate it. I really probably should be on the road right now. I need to, uh, I still need to get eight hours of driving in today, which, yeah, that won't be any big deal. Let's, uh, let's get to another call. Let me figure out how this thing's working here. Let's, uh, let's try Lee. Welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Hey there. Can you hear me? I can. What's on your mind today? Hey, you were you were talking to me, and I was running across southern uh, New Mexico about selling my investments to retire out. Remember that? Back I do. Yeah. Hey, I made eighty four thousand dollars in dividend income and long term capital gains off those investments. Nice. So we're setting up pretty good for retiring, and my wife's listening in. Okay. And uh, she's a type one diabetic. And okay. I finally got off my blood pressure medicine because, as we spoke, you know, talked about changing that job. So I took the local job here working, and I'm now off of high blood pressure medicine. In fact, I still go 110 over 60 on some days. 
about wow, medication. congratulations. So, and the wife's dropped on her A1Cs, and she's had to reduce her uh, insulin down. My basal. That is the goal for type 1 diabetics. You know, type 2, our goal is just to eliminate it, get them back to normal, get them off all medications. That's not possible with a type 1. Our goal on a type 1 is to get your insulin consumption down as low as we can possibly get it. It's working. We've uh, moved to a higher protein, yep. carnivore-style diet. And it will uh, it, it, for type ones. The change in their their life and health outcomes are dramatic. I mean, I'm sure your well, wife is aware of all all of the potential really bad health outcomes for type ones. Most people don't live a, a really great life as a type one. It's difficult, uh, but when you can get your your carb count down so low and get that insulin down, it will make huge differences. I'm hoping so. She's an experiment now. There you go. Well, keep me informed and let me know how it's going. Anything I can answer for you today about it? Well, she's doing the the fermenting. Good. And stepping back Good. into canning. Uh, because I'm home now, I'm stepping back into the gardening and following awesome. a lot of your stuff on that. I'm going organic uh, there you with go. that. You're going beyond organic. Yeah, we're using pretty much, yeah, except for my water sources on uh, rural water because we have no wells in our area. We can't. Yeah, they, they're drillable. Yeah, that's no big deal. Um, all right. But, so anything else? Thanks for all the information you gave me over the time and helped improve me and my wife. You are welcome. So, Thank you for all of your support. You know, it's it's good that you're back this way. We were going through health um healthytribe.com and all that. And uh she told me today, "Hey, Kevin's got this phone thing." So, but I got to hang up good. and I got to get the daffodils planted before the moles get into the get into the gardening area and hey, there you, destroy there the you go. already planted. There you All go. right, Kevin, right. keep up the good work. Will you. do. You're welcome. Great talking to you. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we're doing this. Like I said, I didn't really want to wait any longer. I know we don't have this all figured out yet. and We'll get it all figured out. We'll make it professional. We'll make it easy to access. That's why I want to test as many things as I can uh, before I make a lot of decisions. Let me see what we've got for calls here. Uh, let's talk to John. John, it's your turn. Welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Thank you very much. Uh, I recently started listening to you about a couple months ago when I started, uh, decided to take your advice when I heard and go to my local CDL school to get my CDL. I'm 45 years old and decided to take on this new career. So very excited. So thank you for that wow. advice. Well, welcome to the industry. Um, thank you. After 12, these last 12 years of uh, running and managing retail stores, needless to say, uh, brick and mortar for the last two years is not the same as it was. And it's exciting to have a, exciting to have a uh, new four walls to look at every five minutes at work now. 
Oh yeah, what a what a change so, this is it possible to turn down that music? Or whatever's in the background? Oh, I'm sorry. It's my, I'm sorry. It's my trainer. I'm, I'm in the back bunk right now, and my trainer is actually finished driving. Let me uh, ask him if he can turn that down real quick. There we go. Hey, uh, while, while you're doing that. Hey, is that better? Uh, once, is that yeah, better, Kevin? Much, much better. Thank you. All right. One of the, uh, Thank one you. Of the no things, problem. Uh, one of the things I can see that's going to be kind of funny on my end if I use this um, this, this automatic call screening software. Uh, I, I'll, I'm going to bleep this out, but it's, it basically says, hi, my name is John. Just recently bought it for the effing ministry. <laughs> feeling <laughs> trucking industry. <laughs> well, I'd say some of what you do might be ministry, but uh, that's definitely that is really funny. Yeah. So Stephen um, uh, yeah. wanted to talk about corn, and it came across as porn. You wanted to talk about <laughs> trucking, it came across that. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> that's pretty funny. No, so uh, before I got into the industry, I was uh, pretty much uh, all carnivore, pretty ninety percent meat, and um, you know, and uh, you know, I'd have an avocado with my steak or an apple with my bacon and eggs and things like that. So, obviously, to say these last five weeks of being on training and living in truck stops has done a number to my diet. But the real question I was, you know, I plan on getting back, and I've gone through Healthy Tribe and starting to get some ideas on how to eat clean once I get back, get my own truck here in another two weeks. Um, so looking forward to that. My question is just my first year, you know, being 45 years old and getting into this new industry and I'm super excited and this is probably what I want to do and build my own business, you know, for the rest of my life and start working for myself is, you know, uh, not sure if I should say the company that I decided to go with, um, but how do I maximize, you know, just my time this first year to really gain as much knowledge as I can out on the road, you know, to help me set up, you know, my eventual owner operator and my business in the future. Got it. All right. So I have one question for you. This is the key to all of this. So I already know you have memberships to our site. They're following us. So that's key. We have lots of resources. The next thing you need, if you don't have it, is an Audible account. Do you have one yet? I do. Excellent. Um, the, the, the best way to maximize this is read, 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 listen, learn. It's all about just gaining as much knowledge as you can about business, about goal setting, about trucking. You know, you're you're not going to find much out there on trucking um, other than what we have. You know, we have a course. If you haven't looked at our courses yet, um, I have a course that will walk you step-by-step step through every step of getting the business. First off, I, I – go through the whole first chapter, which is a pretty long chapter, on making sure this is really what you want to do. Uh, I ask you a lot of really specific questions, get you thinking about things. And many times somebody will send me an email and they, they'll say, um, chapter one was worth every penny I paid for it. It's the only one I read, and I decided not to do this. Um, they were <laughs> convinced they wanted to until they went through what it was really going to take and, you know, what you need to do if you want to be successful. And a lot of people decide after chapter one, they just don't want to do it. Uh, if you decide you want to, then the rest of the book will tell you every step that, that you need to do to be successful. So I would absolutely start there. Um, clearly listen to the show, ask questions on the website, but just, you know, go through my book list, go, you know, there, there's just so many good books out there and you have all day to listen. That's right. 
Good. Well, I appreciate it. I will dive into all that. And as I uh, get more questions and maybe I can, uh, as I get into the industry some more and get some more experience and I can more narrow down my questions, I will uh, definitely keep following you and I'll call back. And uh, thanks for doing what you do. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. All right. Boy, I am, uh, I'm a little shocked at how smooth everything is going here. Uh, let's, uh, let's grab another call. We're going to hear from Brandy this time. Brandy, welcome to the program. Glad to hear you again, uh, Kevin. I was really concerned that I was like, oh, gosh, not again. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I have a question. Um, uh, it's going to be kind of be like on censorship. It was something that I was listening really closely to, but I could never seem to get the answer. And now that you're here on, on sort of private radio, thinking – now I can answer, or now I, can, I think I can get this question answered. Uh, you always asked a lot of whys, and but you would also, when you talked to Bruce, you would say the same things I was asking you, but you would tell him what I was, what I was saying. But you weren't. You said sometime that if I keep talking like this, I'm going to get pulled off the air. So I start to get the impression that you could not talk about certain things unless you'd be afraid you were going to get yanked off the air for being a conspiratorialist. But you would say things that were really confusing to you had the whys, and you would tell Bruce, this is what I think this is what it is. But then in on the air, you would say, well, it's this and it's this. But it would be con- it would really be confusing to me. So I was just thinking, was that the reason, or were you, was that also the reason that maybe you didn't want to alienate your audience? So we're going to have to – I'll give you some general answers, but then I think for me to answer this, we're going to have to get a little more specific about what, what the topic was. About the only topic we we kind of avoided um, specifically was deleting just because the FDA – or not the FDA, uh, the EPA um, cracked down. Um, Pittsburgh Power went through a huge audit. They had to clean up a lot of things, uh, and they stopped deleting a long, long time ago. Um, but that the the EPA we believe at a time was monitoring my show about deletions. That was a decade ago, though. We still don't like to talk about it. That's why Bruce says no. Just say it's repaired. Don't say it's deleted. That's one of the very few topics that I can think of that I absolutely avoided. Now, when you say conspiracy, okay. reason you yes, might be that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it, it, it's not that I avoid talking about it. it, it Look, there are conspiracy theories out there that claim that there's a microchip in the vaccine, right? Yeah. They're out there. There's well, a, when you, there. But when you get Bruce to agree with you, then I know you're on the same track I am. But you'll listen to him, you're, but well, you don't know me. Brandy, Go you're going to give me some specifics because I, I'm just not sure what you're saying. Okay. Well, we were uh, – you, you were uh, – so it it, started, it was revolving around the vaccine mandate, but then it's like you got to the you were saying to him it's like I have to almost believe this is deliberate, and it's far more than the vaccine. And Bruce would say, Yeah, but he says I don't want to say that because if I say that I'm gonna get pulled off the air. So I would start. Wait, I wait, 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 Brandy, 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 stop. You're saying that I made the statement. If I talk about that, I'll be pulled off the air. Well, it would something about it would be a conspiratorial talks that whether you were joking or not, I don't know. Let me clarify something. 
when it comes to conspiracy theories about the government or COVID or whatever it might be, the vaccine, I did not avoid them for fear of being pulled off the air ever. I avoid them because most of them cannot be proven clearly. There's lots of them. And what do we do with them anyway? That, that's my point. If somebody wants to claim that there's a microchip in the vaccine, well, they'd have to prove that it's there. I can't prove that it's not there. So, and I'm not right. taking the vaccine anyway, so I don't care. So, no, to answer your question, I, I never, I never I once either. avoided a conspiracy theory because I thought I was going to get pulled off the air. I just really don't like talking about conspiracy theories. I like talking about things I can prove and things I can act on. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first place to get help is to start out where we believe is. So then then we can go ahead and and find a way to sort of tackle it, I guess. Well, Um, and and let's talk about the vaccine. I never once really went down the road of, you know, it's it, there's some mind control chemical in it. There's a microchip. It's going to make us oh, grow a third in, in a year. But here's what I did know. I looked at COVID. Based on what data I can get to, I think COVID is a danger to me. No, I really don't think so. I'm pretty healthy. I'm metabolically healthy. I think I'd be fine. I might need some therapeutics, so I lined up those. But I'm not taking the vaccine because I don't really think I need it. No big conspiracy theories. Just I, I don't believe I need it. Then when the vaccine came Didn't out, you have a doctor get... on this that it attacked the immune system. I'm sure there's you did. lots. I remember hearing Hold it. on, I, I, it. I, I was getting to that next. Okay. Then there's the, then we started seeing results of the vaccine and the damage it was causing. And then I did start to actively say, I would seriously consider before you take this that people are being harmed by it. It still doesn't matter to me. I'm not taking it because I don't need it. But I, I did put out or I tried to put out what information I could about all the harm the vaccine was causing. And I talked about it on the air nonstop. So it certainly wasn't like I was worried about getting pulled off the air over that. Although I'm sure it's a cumulative, you know, all of my topics and all of the things I fight back against is probably the reason I got terminated because of one sentence one time. I didn't get a second chance, and I'm sure that's because I pushed the limits on just about everything on the air. It's free speech. You should be able to say what you want. Exactly. Well, well, hold on, because I'm about to defend Sirius, believe it or not. It's their platform. They, well, they get, get to that. choose. And they get to choose. And somebody's going to say, well, you know, Howard Stern says all kinds of crazy shit, far worse than what Kevin. Yeah, Howard Stern generates hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue. And that's who Howard Stern is. And that's who it always is. So if Sirius decides they want to let Howard Stern say stuff like that. But on the trucking channel, they don't want me saying stuff like that. It's their channel. It's their platform. They spoke. I'm gone. I'll go build my own platform and I'll say what I want to say. So when I was – so I think it was Wednesday. It might have been Wednesday. I know I didn't make it on there. I think you mentioned it. It might have been Tuesday. Um, I 
referred to the screener that you ought to listen to the Glenn Beck show or Steve Day show for where your why answers could be found because you were going to be driving and yet you would have oodles of time. The reason why I believe that so much is because that's like an employee-sponsored uh, uh, business. All, all the Brandy? listeners. Uh, Brandy? Yeah. You're going to have to remember that most of the people, and I'm going to generalize here, but almost every person I dealt with that serious from day one, 15 years, I really did not deal with very many conservatives. Uh, Mostly fairly progressive liberals. I mean, come on, it's New York City. It's the entertainment yeah. industry that, that we just have to understand who we're dealing with. Um, and sure, they have a lot of, you know, they have a big platform. They have the Patriot Channel, and um, but they decided they didn't want me on the trucking channel anymore. So, like I said, it's their channel. Yeah, it's their and that's choice. exactly but, where I'm going. That's exactly where I'm going. I figured that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. But I, 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 um, I will tell you, I never held back on any topic. So if it was a conspiracy okay. theory, it wasn't because I was worried about the topic. It's just I don't like to talk about conspiracy theories. Well, you had mentioned uh, I think you were going to try to pick up Bruce, and you didn't know how that was going to go because his thoughts versus your thoughts. It's like so I could start to get to see the kind of personalities that they would clash. Oh, I oh mean, no. no. Your friends but... understand, but yeah. Yeah, don't don't misunderstand me. If Bruce and I got together and drove across the country together, we, we would talk nonstop, and there wouldn't be a single argument. We might disagree, but we Bruce and I agree on more things than we disagree on. Bruce Bruce can get a little narrow-minded at times, and that's usually when I push back. The other day, when he kept making the statement that couldn't have been an owner-operator, and finally after he said it, yeah, the I time, remember that. Bruce, yeah. Bruce, I'm, I'm gonna up you there because you're just wrong it absolutely could have been an owner operator and you don't know that but he, he can tend to get a little narrow-minded on that but that's bruce and we love him and uh, bruce and i could spend a month together we have bruce and i have have gone on vacation together and and lived in the same house and uh we have great conversations and we disagree on a few things but we never fight let's uh Let's grab another call. Let's go to uh, John. It looks like your turn. Welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. How are you today? Doing good. What's on your mind? Good. Sorry. Uh, sorry, you're going through what you're going through, but you know, like they say, when one door closes, another opportunity opens. So hopefully, you know, hopefully I'm, things I'm, will be a lot better. I'm pretty excited about it. Um. My biggest thing is uh, I need my old daughter to help me work my cell phone. So when you go into this process, please remember that some of us don't have the tech savvy that a lot of other ones have, and um, just, it might be a little bit difficult know, for some of us. Just know that that yeah. is our number one concern and our number one priority. We realize good, that the good. reason it's so easy to build a big audience on Sirius is because it's right on somebody's radio. They know how to use it. They just press the button. You're there every day. 
um, and podcasts are very different. So that's why I think I am going to have a schedule as much as I almost don't want to. I'm kind of excited about not having a schedule, but Good. I think I'm going to have Good. to set a schedule every day so we're there like it's radio. And we're we're going to have to make it just as easy that when when we go live, you may even get a pop-up on your phone if you're, you know, allowing notifications, and it might just say click here to listen. I mean, it, it may be that easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I think I, I sent you a message. Uh, I got an email yesterday saying that you were going on doing something yesterday. The problem is I, I drive all day, so I don't check my emails till night. So I missed, completely missed what you did in the day. But, uh, yeah, if you got that pop-up thing, that will help out a lot. Um, yeah, we will be using – We'll be either be using notifications within an app or we will be using a blast text message system that sends you a text when we go live. Perfect. I can work text and I can do the I can do the uh I can get the app down, that'll be good. Uh hey, I got a question. You brought up the other day on uh, one of your shows you were talking to a gentleman about uh ten ninety nines. Can you I'm a company driver right now and I'm on a W two, but I've been I've been looking around can you kind of do the pros and cons of a 1099 as a company driver, which is, I understand, a little bit illegal, and also as a uh, lease uh, lease purchase? Well, I'll, let's set aside the lease purchase. There's no way not to be an independent contractor. If you're going to be right. in a lease purchase, you have to be an independent contractor. So there's no need to talk about the pros or cons. It just is what it is. The, okay. As a company driver, sometimes you do get the choice, whether it's legal or not. We won't even go into that because even when it's illegal, nobody ever does anything about it ever. So we can right. just ignore right. it and say, it's fine. You're going to pick which one you want. Since you have a choice, now it makes sense to go through the pros and cons. So let me go through the cons. Um, you have to pay your own tax. That, that requires yep. some discipline. It's not just the fact that you have to pay it. It's the fact that I have watched lots and lots of people get themselves in real trouble because they don't have the discipline to pay that money. So let me ask you this. How do you feel your discipline is around money? Do you have a, a really well, good credit I, score and money in the bank? Um, I well, first of all, I had 20 years in business. I owned my own. I owned my own business for a time, so I was paying quarterly tax uh, back oh, so then. You, okay. um, so we can skip that one then, because you 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 yeah. know that one. You can make that decision whether you want to go back to paying your own taxes or not. If I'm talking to somebody right. who's never had to do it, and I ask them, "Do you have a good credit score and money in the bank?" If they have a 600 credit score and they live paycheck to paycheck, I would say, "Don't do this." You're going to get yourself in trouble. You're going to take that tax money, and you're going to go spend it, and then when it's time to pay the taxes, you're not going to have it, so don't. Now, if they have a you know, 780 credit score, and they've got an emergency fund, and they're, you know, they've got a savings account, and they've got some investments, yeah, you can try this. You've got some discipline around money. We just have to make sure you set aside the taxes every week. So that's one. Um, two, you won't have any workers' comp. If that's an right. issue, um, if, if you now you can go out and buy a work accident policy fairly cheap. Um, when, when I say fairly cheap, it could be 200 bucks a month, and that would pay you limited benefits. 
for workers' comp. Right. Not as good as a true workers' comp policy, but it does pay hospital bills and gives you a little bit of revenue. But you got to go out and pay for that, so you got to think about that as an expense. Uh, you would have yep. no unemployment. Not that that's ever been much of a big deal in trucking because I don't know of many unemployed truck drivers, um, unless they're hurt. You know, if, if you're a truck driver and you want to work, you're going to go to work. So who cares about unemployment? But it's not there, so you should know that. You are paying more taxes, which you understand. You'll be paying both halves of Social Security and Medicare. Um, yes. Those are. What about the. Is, is there benefits? Is there well, benefits I, of the per diem? Yeah. They're, they're, I'm going to go through the benefits. Um, oh, okay. I want to make sure I'm not missing any of the downsides. I think those are the big ones. Um, yeah, that, that's probably it as far as the downside. The upside, there's, there's really only one. Um, the one upside is you will get full uh, benefit of the per diem at that point. And as a company driver, the only way to get the – now, here's the thing. If I had a choice of you know, working as an independent contractor or just going to a carrier that paid their company drivers per diem, I'd rather just get the per diem paid. Well, right. See, the company I'm with now, the first year I was with them, I was a uh, what they classified OTR driver, and I got the per diem. They, I think that it was uh, 11, 13 cents or something like that. I can't remember exactly. But I switched accounts, and I went to a dedicated account, and the dedicated accounts aren't eligible for per diem. So okay. Okay. Uh, instead of so them taking a, it, I have to do it at the end of the year. Well, no, you can't. You can't take it at the end well, of the year if you're an employee. Well, from what I'm understanding, and maybe you can correct me on this, from what I'm understanding, my accountant told me to keep track of the days that I was on the road. You are a W-2 employee, right? Yes. You need a new accountant. Your new accountant doesn't understand that the tax law changed a couple of years ago. You can't take it anymore. Okay, so the only way you can get it is to get it through the company. Yeah, that's or be an independent contractor. Those are the two ways. Independent contractors and business okay. owners can use per diem. Employees okay. cannot deduct per diem but they can receive per diem pay tax-free. Now, my question would be, I'd love to know how your tax preparer thinks he's going to do this. You can't even do we, it. The we, form doesn't allow you to. Okay, so when when I was getting per diem from the company and I was switching switching accounts last January, we had talked uh, the year before, we had talked prior to last year, and that's when he had said, "Keep if you're going to switch to that, then keep track of it." So maybe, and I haven't talked to him about. I haven't brought in my taxes yet this year. Okay, the tax law changed in 2018. Okay, that was the Trump um, tax. I'm, I'm not. I it happened. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, so maybe, I'm maybe not I do need a new accountant. <laughs> I, I think you might, because, like I yeah. said, that there, you used to use the form. Um, uh, Schedule A and then a Form 2106, that, that was an employee's expense deductions, per diem, shoes, all that other stuff. They took that whole thing away. Those forms don't – the 2106, those forms don't even exist anymore. You can't take okay. per diem or expenses for an employee. So I, 
it, when I hear tax preparers say this, I'm like, what are you guys thinking? Where are you going to do this? What form are you going to use? It doesn't even exist. Okay. Yeah, I better look into that. Um, and I think that's my problem. I, I know I'm, I'm 54 years old. Um, I had my own business. I got out of it because I was tired of the headaches and all that stuff. Um, uh, and I got hurt. I went back into trucking because that's what I did before. I never wanted to buy another truck or buy another piece of equipment or be in business. Um, but that's my dilemma now. My house, I've got uh, probably about $2,500 left on it that I owe. I've got about $40,000 set aside. I'm starting to think of the owner-operator thing, but i just I, too old, I think. That's my problem. I don't know if I would worry about being too old, but now's not a good time. You might just want to keep an eye on things. And, you know, if you're listening to this show, it's something I'll be talking about because I think our economy is about to change a lot. And I think in yep. the next year, there may be uh, – I think we're going to go through a really rough time. And then I think there's going to be some opportunities. So I, I, I would just keep an eye on it. I'm going to go back to the tax thing and just okay. say one um, after Biden took office, Biden had a flurry of executive orders, and I read some of them, and I ignored some of them, and I got sick of some of them. And I, I'm going to go back and make sure that he didn't write some kind of executive order that changed the tax code temporarily around this issue. There were some okay. changes around per diem. But the the only one I remember finding was the fact that if you qualify for per diem, you're an independent contractor and owner-operator, we're getting 100% during the COVID emergency instead of 80. But I'll, I'll go back and double-check just to make sure I didn't miss something in one of these executive orders or temporary laws. Okay. Well, good. Good luck on this new venture. I think it. Uh, I think it'll be good. We'll be able to get, when we're mad. We'll be able to swear and not not have to worry about it. Um, yeah, I, we, you I, know, I, we, I, I I dropped a you know few salty words every now and then on on satellite. It wasn't that big of a deal. And yeah, I had a couple f bombs dropped. We don't pay much attention to that. But you're right. I, I you know, I, it it feels kind of more liberating and free to be doing this now. I, I kind of yeah. like I said. The first day I was I was furious. Uh, I'm still feeling a little lost, but I'm getting more and more excited about rebuilding this network. Good, good. Uh, look forward to the changes, and uh, hopefully it works out for everybody. I appreciate it. Right. Thanks for everything you do for all of us. You're welcome. All right. We've still got calls coming in, so I'm going to keep taking them. Let's go to uh, – Let's see. Looks like, Mark, it's your turn. Welcome. Oh, good afternoon, Kevin. How are you? Doing good. What can I help you with today? Um, I'm just calling in because uh, I'm a guinea pig and a member of the tribe. Um, I am so happy that you're off serious so I don't have to pay that uh, subscription price anymore <laughs> there you go i uh yeah uh you're about the only thing i listened to other than uh uh driving to, well i had a, a new car that had it and that's kind of why i came back to you i was uh been a listener since 2010 and then sort of separated from you uh for a while i've met you uh at a cmc i used to drive 
for David Morales in Jeff Zodley's old truck. Oh, okay. Jeff LD. Got it. Yep. Um, yeah, what happened to Jeff? Uh, I haven't been able to get in touch with him. Have you heard from him lately? Yeah, actually, um, uh, when David passed away, um, Jeff and I worked together to help Rose uh, deal with all the trucks and the contracts and the drivers. And um, Jeff really did a lot of it. I, I was more of kind of a consultant in the background, and Jeff was uh, really helping her day to day. So yeah, I was I was on the phone quite a bit with Jeff for a while. He's he's he, you know, I think he really wants to get back into trucking and be an owner operator again. <laughs> and, you know, I I tell him he's so damn good at what he does, and he's so valuable over at Cat and. You know, he makes a lot Agreed. of money. He's really, really good at it, but I, I think he misses this. I am shocked. Are you telling me David Morales has passed away? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry you didn't know. COVID. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's the only... No, uh, I just... I, I think it's the only verified COVID death of somebody that I actually knew that, that was a, you know, a, a friend and a business partner. Uh, David and I had some. Things oh, oh, oh my yeah. God! I, I, yeah, I had no idea. I, I just uh, was instant messaging him like three or three months ago. Yeah, well, it's about. I don't think it may. It hasn't even been that long. I don't think two months ago. I don't know. Time's yeah. been going by so fast lately. So, uh, just quick, you know, they, they, um, both David and Rose got it at the same time. And they called me right away, and, um, you know, neither one of them are, you know, like eating paleo or keto or anything like that. They just did the, the normal kind of diet stuff. And they both called and said, you know, we've got it. We tested positive. We're not feeling good. And I said, you know, here's the protocol you need to go find. You need to go find a doctor that can prescribe these things. And right. Rose immediately started doing it, and David said, you know, I don't feel that bad. I'm going to wait. And about four days after that, he woke up and he was so sick, he went to emergency that morning and never came yeah. back to the hospital. And the problem right. was, Yeah, as soon as you go to the hospital, you're done. <laughs> well, we were in touch with Rose the whole time. I was talking to her you know, multiple times a day saying, Rose, look, you either have to get him to try this treatment or you got to get him out of there. And she was telling me they won't give him the treatment and I can't get him released. That's that's how bad this was, and yeah, that, going that's crazy. And all they did was stick him on a ventilator, which seems to kill people. Yeah, yeah, apparently it does. I did not know that. I'll reach out to Rose. Um, I'm really sorry to hear that. My God, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, it was it was awful. Um, it was awful. Yeah, I I ran Jeff Zolli's truck for him at Landstar. 2016 to 2017 for about a year um and then some stuff happened at home but yeah i was in touch with them um back when i got when i found out you were on sirius because i bought a new car and it had sirius and i was like oh <laughs> uh audio road's gone um kevin's on sirius i'm glad you're off by the way uh i think it was a bad decision by them i think what you said um, warranted maybe a suspension and a, uh, and a, a spank on the butt. Um, but I'm you glad know, you're back on audio road. Go ahead. 
I know a lot of people have said that, and it's not that I necessarily disagree, but if that's the way it would have gone, if they would have yanked me off the air and tried to punish me, I would have canceled my own contract. Yeah, understandable. That's fine. Um, I I mean, I understand listening to you um, over the years. Um, it, it, it's just one thing that you can't really say. Uh, you know, well, on, you know I, I, su- suggesting I, violence against somebody is not a good thing to do. Um, I Go ahead. Please, Ken, go ahead. That's in today's America, and I really don't want to live in today's America. I promise you, two years ago, I could have said that exact same thing six times in a show about three different people. It wouldn't have been a blip on the radar. Here's the difference. If I say, look, this guy's really screwing with me, and I want you guys to meet me here on this day, and we're going to go kick his ass, or I want somebody to go find him and shoot him. Well, clearly that's wrong, illegal, all kinds of things. But when we make those utterances emotionally and everybody does, I'm so mad I could kill him. Nobody takes those kind of things seriously. We were adults and we understood the difference. I had no intent. Everybody knows that. And that's my point, why I don't think this was even something that needed to be apologized for, because we used to say those kind of things all the time. They're not dangerous. Nobody took me wrong and thought they should go shoot this guy. They knew exactly what I was saying, and that's that's what adults used to be able to do. So I'm not even apologizing. I, A lot of people are like, oh, no, he stepped over the line. I, I think I did, seriously. Here's what I'm wondering. Why have I not heard one single person say that congressman needs to be held accountable for his statement claiming he's going to take property away from American citizens because they're – exercising their First Amendment right. Why aren't we asking why he said it? Um, I I think people are. Um, they're just not very vocal. Um, and and it's one of the reasons I listen to your show uh, and actually appreciate it a little more because you are vocal. Um, you do state what you believe in, why you believe in it, and where it's coming from and where it should go um same thing um our our our, we had citizens storming apparently the capitol and all our congressmen and senators were hiding in their little offices meanwhile you have actual armed troops and tanks moving into kiev and they're putting body armor on and arming themselves, going, we're going to protect our capital ourselves. Well, exactly, and and that's kind of my point. The whole January 6th thing was so overblown by the media, and I'm not saying some things didn't happen that were wrong. Of course they did, but they were not – it wasn't an armed insurrection. There wasn't a single person arrested with a weapon. None of those people. No, no, and there was and there was a, there was an innocent citizen shot. <laughs> an unarmed citizen shot. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't even really wanna, you know, go go back all into that. We we all know that. I'm gonna put you back on hold. 
Uh, I got to check on some calls and I got to look to see when I might need to wrap this up. Uh, I have a feeling this could go on all day, uh, which is a good thing. Thank you, everybody, by the way, for uh, amusing me here and, and working with me on the technology. I have to say, I'm pretty damn impressed. We haven't had a dropped call. We haven't had any call issues. Um, things are going pretty well. So I like this part of the system. Uh, so again, thanks for, for helping me. I'm going to take another call here. Then I'm probably going to wrap this up. Um, I want to give you an update on some things that are going on. And then I probably wrap this up. Uh, I'm not sure who this is, but whoever just heard a beep, you're on. Who's who's who am I talking to? Somebody that wants to talk about the Super Bowl and help. All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to mute you, and then I'm going to bring you back on again, and when you hear the beep, start talking. Are you there? Uh, sure sounds like somebody's there, but uh, I guess I'll put that call back in the queue. All right, so I'll just um, – I'll do an update, and then I'm going to wrap this up again. Thanks so much. Really helped me uh, to kind of get a feel for this technology. Now I can go in and play around with this and tweak it and get it set up and ready. And I have a couple other pieces that I've got to put together before we really kind of officially relaunch the show. But I will probably do something like this. Oh, maybe even every day this week, if not at least a couple times. A lot of it will depend on my schedule. Um, so just know it's not going to be perfect. I want to work through some things and, and take my time and figure out the technology we want going forward. And then we'll put it all together and we'll make it nice and pretty and we'll make it seamless and easy. So the, the goal is... Um, to relaunch the audio road network that we had, uh, well, we actually started it over a decade ago, and it was pretty successful for a while. And we uh, we gave it up when I got the new contract with Sirius because they wanted it to be exclusive. So that was one of the things we gave in on. The good news is um, all of our segments will now become their own shows. So Rolling Toe, Mike Beckett and Kevin Beckett used to do um that show on their own i wasn't the host i wasn't a co-host um they would just do it all themselves and we're going to go back to that the the beauty of that two things one um you know when mike and i do the show together i, I really don't add anything technical i mean there are, there really aren't any questions i could answer and mike couldn't i mean that segment is about mike's knowledge so I think Mike and Kevin Beckett doing it is a better show than Mike and I doing it. I think there's, you know, Kevin's out there turning wrenches every day. He can add to it. Uh, and I can still join him once in a while, and I will. I, I enjoy doing it, but I don't have to. That does two things that's really good for the tribe. If Mike wants to do two hours a week or three hours a week or Mike wants to do an hour and Kevin wants to do two hours, we can do that now. So you'll be able to get more content. It frees me up. I don't need to be on that show. Uh, when it was on Sirius, I had to. There was just no other way around it, really. Uh, now I don't have to be there so I can go do other segments and come up with new shows and spend more time on the stuff that I'm good at on here. Same thing with the Power Hour. They'll be able to do that show on their own. 
Um, I, I do jump in a lot on that one, but between Ethan and Pete and Bruce, they can answer anything and everything I could answer. Um, and again, I'll join them once in a while and jump in. Um, some of the segments I will be the host of Destination Health. I talked about um, we're going to launch a new, a second, you know, Destination Health 2. We'll call it a different name. But it'll be a health show where Lauren and I go through discovery calls and one-on-ones. And uh, you'll get to sit through those and see the process and learn how we're working with people and how we problem solve and troubleshoot. Uh, I think I may bring back the PIT. Um, the PIT stands for Politics in Trucking. Um, I know there are a lot of people that don't like when I talk about politics, which, you know, on serious, it was usually part of my open. I, I probably won't do long opens on my uh, Q&A calls. So, you know, we'll have calls that a lot of people have always asked for. Hey, why don't you go back to just talking about trucks, just answering questions? Okay, we will. We have that flexibility now. And I'll have another show. If you want to hear my political opinions or what I think about what's going on in the world, that will be another show, another podcast. Ultimately, our technology will be as simple as you have an app. You go through the app. You choose which one of our shows you want to subscribe to. You'll probably get a notice, maybe a text message or a notice on the app when any show you're subscribed to is going live. So if you want to go listen live, you can. And the shows that you subscribe to will just download automatically to your device. And whenever you want to listen to them, you just listen to them. So I, I, you know, after 15 years on on Sirius, and it it was kind of a big deal, no doubt about it. Um, I really enjoyed it. I liked the reach I had. I loved the fact that we were able to grow such a big, loyal tribe. Um, now I think maybe the timing's right. Maybe it's time to, to take that tribe and um, give it more. I think we can provide far more value with our own network than I was able to on Sirius. And I, I think I did a lot of good on Sirius. I think I helped a lot of people. But I think we can do even more and help even more. So, you know, consider our network the new trucking channel or maybe the real trucking channel. And, and that's what we're going to build. We're going to build out as many really high quality episodes as we can to bring you as much good information as we can. I'm also going to be looking to develop new shows and new talent. So anybody listening, if you've ever had the thought that, you know, this looks like fun, maybe you want to do it. Uh, come up with a good idea, a theme, a concept, whatever your strength might be or what your show wants to be. We'll create a way that you could submit that idea to us. And if we like the idea, we'll work with you to help you get set up and figure out the technology. And I'll work with you on, you know, how to do a show. And uh, we'll give it a shot and we'll we'll see what works. So that's really the goal. We're, we're going to take this network and we're going to run with it. We're going to try to, uh, to create the very best trucking content we can. Eventually, um, and it might not be all that long, I might have somebody come in and uh, build me a, a little video studio and, and maybe we'll do uh, at least some of my segments as a video broadcast as well. Uh, that's kind of what I'm thinking right now. It looks like we're uh, – we're, uh, let's 
see. Do we have any calls? Yeah, we do. You know what, though? I'm going to have to wrap this up. I really do appreciate um, everybody taking the time. Looks like we had uh, just about 200 people on. Wow. All right. Um, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to hit the road. I have no idea where I'm going to try to get to today. I think I need to get about eight hours in, though, to stay on track. So um, thanks again, as always, and we will see you soon. Don't forget, master the journey and all that other good stuff. Thanks, everybody.